You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello everyone, welcome to the Partido Partido podcast where we talk everything Aleti. So for this episode, we are going to be talking about Aleti's form since the new year, how things are going for Aleti at the moment, and joining me on to talk about this is going to be Aleti Havo, like you know him on Twitter, Luke. So Luke, how are you? I'm glad, how are you? Emmanuel. Well, we are just... They're giving the team is not doing well, but we are good. So, Ata will not be a part of this for this episode. He is taking a break, and so hopefully, he joins us back soon. So, diving right into things, we are going to be talking about Alitis' progress since the new year because in the game against Rayo, which Aliti won comfortably at home. And also the game in the Copa de Rey too. So Aliti made huge progress in those two games. So look, what's your opinion on how Aliti approached those games? Well, the first game back, the drive by Cano match was the first comfortable uh, game we had in ages. Uh, it was definitely the, the the month of December was complete, completely horrible uh, in terms of our La Liga success. Um, we didn't win any matches and we had well Real Madrid 
was not a shock to lose, probably not even severe, but the, the Granada match was probably the, the one that hurted most. Uh, it was nice to see that uh, we, it was the first comfortable win that we had, I mean, despite it's Rio, but uh, they're on top form this season, massively overperforming. Um, it just really made uh, clear that we were missing Jimenez so much uh, since he came back, seeing our defence being bit much more solid than it used to be. Uh, Correa's gone two great goals, and I think only further establishes himself in the first 11. Uh, in my opinion, he is our best attacker. Um, Pendogbia played a brilliant match, I think. He was very solid. Uh, quite like how we've seen him uh, earlier this season in Celta. Uh, even like most notably last season against Celta Vigo, nonetheless, uh, he was getting them balls. He was recovering the balls really great. Uh, his tackling was on point. And uh, this match you've seen. They last for Kieran Trippier, who's uh, now definitely at Newcastle United. Controversial fee for him. Uh, it was definitely reported that it'd be much more higher than it actually was, but um, in terms of Trippier's last match, I thought he played a, a 9 out of 10 match. He played like it was his last match, which it was, uh, which was great uh, altogether. We had a solid performance against Royal Vallecano. Aleti had a horror show in December and was not really great. You said Aleti missed Jose Maria in defense. And we saw how, we all know how good he is when he can be, when he is available. But for some reason, he seems not to always be available. Injuries seem to be letting him down. But so far, so good. The game against Rayo, like you said, was Aleti's. One of Aleti's best performances this season, in fact, one of the games in which they have been playing, they have been comfortable in. Because, and one of the reasons for that was because Aleti were on the front foot, as you can see in that game. And same for the, in the game in the Copa de Rey. So, I think most fans were happy given Aleti scored five in the Copa de Rey. Put two pass that you could have scored more in those games. And how could all of those things happen? It happened because Aleti first high. So, in your opinion, do you, do you think Aleti playing that way against Rayo? Were you expecting Aleti to use a similar approach against Villarreal or maybe to sit deep and counter attack? Well, I'm not too sure because against Rayo, you're, you're taking two different systems Rayo Vallecano and Villarreal. Obviously, Unai Emery uh, plays oh, contrast different football than Rayo. I uh, feel like Rayo is more attacking more comfortable attacking. I uh, feel like Villarreal is a bit more reluctant to attack, but will sort of hit you on the counter. Um, I sort of take, you know, if it went well against Rio, I'd only expect it to go well. Um, expect the attitude to be just as well playing against Rio, playing against Villarreal. However, it goes back to that argument whether we should use four at the back or five. It's um, I thought that we were nearly almost embarrassing the first half the, the Villarreal match. 
Um, bar from that absolute beauty of a goal, Korea scored. Exactly, Korea scored a very wonderful goal against Korea. Like you said, that first half was really embarrassing. To be honest, on my part, after seeing the game against Rayo Vallecano, the game, the Copa de Rio, let it be on the fourth foot. And to be honest, we can't compare Rayo and the two Rayos to Villera because, well, Villera is of better quality. But I kind of expected Aleti to approach in a similar manner, given how comfortable Aleti were in those games because they were able to stop their opponents from counter-attacking by quickly pressing and regaining the ball once it was lost in the final third. That means they had a better rest defense. And I was expecting similar thing because if you, if you can recall the game Aliti played in the Wanda Metropolitano, which Aliti had a completely dominant performance similar to what they ran to us at La Ceramica this Sunday. It was down to the front. Aliti were on the front foot. Aliti were not able to give Villarreal the time to build up they are playing like you said, Villarreal are not like Rayo likes to attack on the fourth. They are like they are a patient build up, and I think Cholo himself said that that they are a team that they are patient in that build up. They like to provoke you to press high so that they can attack spaces. I think this was something Cholo he knew before he, he pressed high against them at the one time was successful. So I was kind of surprised he didn't go for the same approach because if you look at later on in the game, it was like I think for I think when the game was I think when Felix came on. The game, a little sort of press high, and I think some fans were asking, like, where was this intensity from the start? Where was this team? I think it all boils down to the fact that Aleti have slowly becoming, I would say, a game state team. Because they seem to play given the state they are in. If they score maybe 0 0, they are maybe comfortable until maybe the end is coming and they are trying to win the game. If they are losing, they start playing. If they are winning, they, they sit comfortably. So I don't. This little side is really tough to take because, well, we know the team needs change, the style of play, it needs to evolve because we don't have the Gabi, we don't have Thiago, we don't have those guys who were not, who were not only good technically, but were warriors. We are now, we have guys like Paul, like Felix, who, even Korea himself, though he's a hard worker, who are very good with the ball at their feet. That means we have so many players who are good with the ball. So the style has to evolve a bit, but seeing the approach against Vreda, to be honest, I was surprised, but I understood the approach given he said he, the fact, Tolo said, Villarreal a counter-attacking team. To be honest, I'm going to say I was really disappointed in Aleti's performance and my opinion. I am a Cholo supporter and I like him, but I think our back professor was down to his instructions. So in your opinion, what do you think prompted Aleti to be that bad in the first half? Was it the fact that Villarreal were too good or Aleti are in a mental state? In which things are not going their way, or the tactics need to change, or whatever. I I think it's attitudes of the players. Uh, no matter how many games we play against Villarreal, despite their level, if they are the worst team in La Liga at a stage, if we're going to the Magical, if we're playing away to Villarreal, it's always going to be a tough game, no matter what. It's always going to be that tough fixture in La Liga, no matter how good we are and how bad Villarreal are, they'll always give us a game. So that's always going, they're always going to give us a good game. I think that we were lacking um, intensity, lacking a bit of Cajones, uh, bit of bite. I think we were a bit too comfortable, uh, too lazy. I think the, the two, 
I want to be quite generous in calling them bad defenders, uh, Felipe and Armozo. I think at the time, at the height of um, anger, we had much harsher names for them. But the yeah. Felipe and Hermoso, uh, they, they, they were like headless chickens uh, at the back. <laughs> Um, now, if your defence can't get the head in shape, you can't really expect the defend the, the midfield to be as efficient as they are. And then that also affects the attack. So, obviously, look, yeah. the Villarreal will give you a hard game, but if you don't have the intensity, then they, they'll trash you. And in that first yeah. half, we've seen that they were all over us. And, well, there was a controversial uh, VAR review. Um, look, I honestly had, I don't, I hadn't seen a great look at it. But, as I know, previous uh, fixtures in La Liga, especially this one, uh, this recent match day, there had been many outrageous and controversial uh, calls from the La Liga referees, and yeah, so I think that's honestly, I, I can't say whether it was a penalty no. or not or right. handball. But it, I was quite skeptical of the decision because yeah. from the the angle that I was looking at it, it was not. It wasn't handball. But. I think look well. I think it doesn't take. And I think even a regular fan who watches maybe two or three La Liga games a week knows that well the La Liga referees are really bad. I think maybe they was in Europe. Well, like they disallowed gold in which they say it claimed to be a handball. I think it was really bad. And also we talk about for the penalty which was given. I think Lima was too close. But well, the rules. I, all this comes down to the rules. We can go over this again and again. But it has been given. And well, we can keep on complaining from now to the end of the season. But to be honest, all of us know the refs are really bad in La Liga. It's not that they favor just a particular team. They just tend to be sick at what they do. That means they are really bad at what they do. Yeah, but every Unlike fan if, would say that... Sorry, every fan would say that there is a conspiracy against their club in regards of okay. uh, bad calls. But the, the reality is, it's just La Liga refs are terrible this season. Now, as... La Liga fans, uh, Matteo Lajos is one of the notorious characters in La Liga. If you're watching a La Liga match and you see Matteo Lajos is refereeing, you'd watch that match. doesn't matter about who the team is. But even as a notorious and as iconic of a referee he is, he's had some bad uh, calls as well. So... I think the La Liga referee in, in general has been down badly, embarrassingly poor this season. Yeah, that's very true. Well, back to Aliti, uh, referees are not the decisions why Aliti are performing bad. Like Chulo says, they are there to do their job. Well, you talked about the fact that when Aliti has, well, shitheads in defense. Well, I think we, the profiles we have in defense are not the guys you will call leaders. I think if you look at uh, Man City, when Pep came, I think Otamendi it was really struggling. But next to company, he looks like one of the world best defenders. That was because he had a leader next to him. And I think that was what we had in Godin. And that is what we are missing in Godin. And we have all been hoping that Jose Maria is going to be the one 
to lead the defense, take the team. That means he's going to be the commander of that defense. But sadly, he's been in and out of the team. And due to that, his performances have not been great in some games. But well, he has been our best defender this season. And also talking about leader, we have Savi, who, in my opinion, was arguably the best defender of last season. And he's also been in and out. Where there have been injuries and things are not going well for Alexia at the back. Oblak is underperforming. We shows his human. So, but like you said, if the defense is not good, that means we cannot attack well because, well, we cannot take the risks to attack knowing that we are going to be conceding lots of chances on the counter, like against Rias or Sedad. So, I think you talked about the fact that the players are not committed. That means, sorry, not committed. That means the players, the intensity is not there. Well, I think the team lacks a lot of issues. But in my opinion, it comes down to their identity. Against the against Rayo in the Copa de Rey, that's the Rayo that plays in the third division. I I for one I said we had a clear game plan. We know what to do. For example, we made good use of the right hand side. That means Lorente plays at the right back position, but he wasn't a right back. He was basically playing as an inventory winger, playing in the half spaces. That's the interior channels, and you have the ball covering for him and Carrasco providing the width. That was brilliant to see. And as soon as the ball is lost, you have. The players ganging on to win win back the ball. I think we scored a we scored two. I think two of the three of the goals we scored that game. We won the ball by a ball back in the opposition open opposition half. One of them were in the final, one of them was in the final third. And even if our press is bypassed, you have Condombia there as the wall, who did an excellent job. To be honest, I don't really know. Well, I'm not tactical expert, is the tactical expert, but some fans, you have those fans who are maybe saying maybe he's not the man for the job. Well, I, I believe Cholo has earned the right well, to turn things around, given he's the one that has made us to have this expectation. So me, I'm patient with him until the end of the season. And now you have that question in your brain. This season, I think many fans had a lot of expectation coming to the season, but now it is looking more like a transitional season for style of play. It was supposed to be a season where Atleti defended his title and, well, they had shouts like they are the best squad in the league, but they have been injuries. So look, I'm going to ask, Aleti have had injuries this season, yes, but do you feel without the injuries, Aleti would have been in the title race at least because that was the expectation coming to the, into the season? Well, I think that the problem, as I mentioned, is it's the attitude. Um, I don't think the problem is Cholo's fault, but I think the way he's going around about trying to fix it is not right. I think he's not doing... I don't think he's correcting it. Uh, going back to the Rayo Mahaladon, the match, uh, if I pronounce that right, um, yeah, we've seen such intensity, such a great performance. That was not really an expected result on paper. If you're looking at it, you're looking at the La Liga champions going yeah, against... Yeah, very true. Now, of course, last season against Cornea and then season... Behind against Culture Leones, there we got knocked out by them. But if you take that on paper, a La Liga winning team against a third side division team, you expect them to win comfortably. So yep. I really took that performance with a grain of salt. Uh, Lottie was brilliant. I think that was probably one of his finest performances in a, in a Letty short. And um, but there was definitely mistakes, player mistakes from the Raya Mahaldanda players, especially that first goal, Cunha. Now, obviously, that was offside, but 
we were playing against a team that was just happy to be there, pretty much. They were exactly. They were happy to be there, but I don't know why. Why that intensity? Why that courage? Why that um, that intensity wasn't the, there yeah. at the VRL match? Exactly. Now, if you had that there, we'd have much more of it. Even if we did drew that game, but if we had that intensity, it would be a whole different story because a draw against Villarreal away isn't a bad result. Exactly, especially given the four, we, yes, four yeah. five games. But we stumbled yeah. against Villarreal. Now, uh, after the 60th minute, when Simeone changed the system at Villarreal, took off the Paul, Lottie and Cunha for Koke, Felix and Vigelko. And we were arguably dominant that last 30 minutes. So, you know, like, if that happens once every couple of, once every 10 matches, like, that's not really a big thing. It's not working now. Let's just change the system. But that's nearly happening every game. And it's definitely happening every game since the start of this season, where the system hasn't been working. Around the 60th minute, he brings on whole completely different players, changes, nearly changes the team completely, and we start performing like this La Liga champions dominant style of football. Where, like, why can't we not have that from the start? I don't understand. Well, it's to be honest, I think, well, both of us, we are Chulu's faithful and we'll always be buying, but some of his decisions or maybe some of the things are really tough to say. So, like, for example, you get players, I don't know, I think maybe Aleti don't have the stats for sure, but I think we are in real top five league even. We should be one of the team, the top teams, top five, I think, that has considered goals due to defensive mistakes. And we are defending our titles. That says a lot about our title defense so far and says a lot about our position this season. To be honest, it's been a horror show. So I'm going to ask you, coming into the season, like I said, we had a lot of expectations, but now it seems it is looking like this is going to be a transition scene in terms of playing. So that means maybe we are going to try something new. But now it is in doing so, it seems tough for us at stake. And to be honest, the approach against Villarreal, to be honest, tells me that Cholo is maybe looking to finish in the top four, which is great, but also, that means at the moment, results are better, which is not bad. But the issue is about looking at long term because, to be honest, we cannot survive in the long term playing like this. It's going to cost us more. So, should we maybe, well, I'm sure most fans have already forgotten about the title, of obviously. But I think maybe we see more of that reality against Rayo in the Copa de Rey, or maybe more of that reality against Rayo Valicano in La Liga. More of that intensity. That means we take the ball approach, like you said, we are champions, dominant style of play. That means he says, Yes, we are forgotten about the title, we are going for the top four, but we are going to change the style. We have players who are comfortable. To be honest, Aliti squad is unbalanced and they are true, they are defensive mistakes. But I think we have not been very good for not just this season, but I think it started around after the Europa League win in the 2017 years. Is I think our defense started declining. We are no more very good at defending compactly. So I think it is time maybe to meet up with the elite teams, not maybe play like Pep's Master or Bayern. No, but defend a little bit higher. I knew the profiles are not aligned out at the moment with Hermoso and, and Felipe, given how 
Gerard Moreno. Given, excuse me, given how Alberto Moreno scored with really that second goal at the at La Ceramica and was like both of them were just <laughs> okay behind him. So, but I think we have to step up the defense. And like you said, the defense makes the team attack better. So I think Alitia, you look at the metrics, the metrics Alitia are doing very well in offense, but it's just that we are not doing it consistently. And that is down to our defense. It's like you always have that space between the attack and the defense. Like I think in the game against Villarreal, Carrasco and Lemo was supposed to be our players. He talked the most struggled. Both of them were kind of missing. We could not find the player who are going to take us by pass that Villarreal pressure and maybe create counter-attack opportunities like we saw for the one Korea gave for Cunha and really make, really make a, bet, a good save. So there are lots of ups and downs. So do you think Cholo should maybe say yes? The season is over for the title, and maybe we start putting in a new style of play, or maybe no, we still have a little bit of hope, and we maybe go for the Copa de Rio, whatever, and maybe in the Champions League. Well, he'll be comfortable with a top four finish, regardless. So that's going to be his objective. Uh, I think, in regards to the title race, uh, I'm not thinking ahead, obviously, just game by game, see what happens. Obviously, Real aren't going to be winning every match they're gonna slip but I don't think that's uh within uh seeing within the foreseeable future that we will catch up. Uh I think definitely he's gonna be comfortable with the top four. Uh I I really want them to do more in the, the Copa del Rey because past few seasons it's like no nah, he doesn't want he doesn't care about the Copa del Rey. Uh, that's what that's the impression I got. Uh, even we have the the Super Cup coming this um this week. I think you know that's still a title. That's still a decent title. I mean, our opponents are Athletic Club. The other two are Real Madrid and Barcelona. So if we win that, that that'd be uh, that'd be a positive definitely. Uh, but obviously we have the Champions League that uh, we tend to forget that we do. Uh, am I confident that we're going to win it? Well, no. But I think that our, well, our opponents are Manchester United. I think it's, a, it's definitely a optimistic match that we can get through to the quarterfinals, maybe even to the semis. So if that could happen, I'd be happy with that. But I think that in regards to, especially the defence, it's more of a mentality issue. I don't think Felipe and Hermoso have that aggressiveness, that mentality to to perform well in Simeone's side. That's why we see Jimenez and Savage just perform ten times better than them two uh, at defence. So uh, hopefully, maybe we need some reinforcements. I definitely need reinforcements for Jimenez and Savage as they're quite injury prone. Um, so if we can bring in at least one decent enough uh, centre-back. And uh, I was just there before before we started this podcast. I was just having a quick look at uh, New and Paris uh, that we've loaned out to Udinese. And uh, he might be being overlooked by the team. He's certainly not, he's certainly not starting a lot of games for Udinese that we would have expected. Uh, he's... Played six games. He's only started five. 
out of 19 games for Udinese. And he's averaging only 79 minutes per game. So uh, I don't know what's happening there. But it seems like a bit of a waste of it alone to me. And um, I don't see any harm bringing him in. He can't be worse than him also or Felipe. So um, who knows? Yeah, I think you have just touched on what we're supposed to talk on next. That's about, we have talked about the defense being a mini issue. That means how are we going to fix that? And you talk about the fact that Nguyen Perez is at Udinese and he's not having a lot of games, but when he has done, he has been brilliant. So maybe rather than Alituko splashing out the cash, we could maybe call him in and he helps us. Like you said, he could not do worse than what Felipe and Hemoso are doing. But going back to I'm not still going back, but coming to where we have to buy a centre back. To be honest, I was really disappointed with Cholo's choices in the Copa de Real. Well, I needed. I guess we, I know we needed to really put out a statement and a very brilliant win. But I think he has. I think maybe he's overlooking certain players in the academy. Maybe it's due to the pressure. But like you said, some of the attitude of the players are really not the best. So this is, I think, is the best scenario to maybe take the players from the academy and you're shaking things up, make them feel uncomfortable. It make them know that. Despite the fact that you are a starter, it does not mean that you start all the games. Shake things up. Maybe you see him also sitting on the bench and a guy like Kamara from the academy playing in the league game. Well, he is the one to decide, given that those players have no La Liga experience. But, well, we never know. We have Lucas Hernandez who came over. I think it's been long since a player from the academy really made to the first team. But this is the perfect situation. I bench one of those guys, take somebody from the academy, put him up, and he shows a better attitude. And what happens? If he does well, then we give him a go. I know it's a very huge gamble to take, given the top four is at stake, and well, they are only as things are going. It looks like there will only be two positions to to take. But I think we have enough to do that. I remember starting Montero in previous games, but not just him, but many other guys from the academy. I think well, we have gone for a long period of time, and guys from the academy are not really making it. And from my what I've been seeing in the youth league, I know it is not playing against guys in La Liga, but. They are doing very well and the Copa de Rey is supposed to be a competition for them to have their chances. So maybe if Aleti like you talk you are you if Aleti don't have the cash to spend, like I think they, they don't have at the moment and they are trying to go for cheap options for triple's replacement. Like you said, we wish him the best and Newcastle he did well in his last game. Yeah, people we can take from the academy. I think <laughs> into the Cameroon tweeted about the fact that Camus <laughs> and Vashaliko are one of the options. Actually, the last game he played well, he was really solid. That was against Porto. And like you said, when he came, made the changes and he came on against Villarreal, he had a decent performance. So I think it's time to shake things up. We don't want players to be comfortable where they are. Changes need to be made. How do you, what do you think? Do you think Cholo uses that approach or no? And let's go to the market and maybe bring in someone. Because we are only dealing with strikers, strikers every day. And we know we have about, we are the team with the highest secondary strikers, maybe in La Liga or even the world. We need to arrange the team, balance the squad. Because bringing more strikers on balancing the squad, yeah, it is good maybe to acquire a Suarez replacement. But acquiring the Suarez replacement where we haven't adjusted the defence, in my opinion, doesn't make a lot of sense. I think we just need to focus on our defence. Because if we can fix our defence, our midfield can play well and subsequently our attack can improve. So uh, I think, you know, bring another defender in, especially we're talking about Newman Perez, probably bring him back. Uh, or even Sarn Academy player. Um I know that Manu Sanchez, he's on loan to Asasuna. He's been playing well this season. 
Uh, he hasn't been playing well the last few games, but overall he's playing decent for Osasuna. So maybe I wouldn't expect he'd come obviously this winter, but by next winter maybe he'll get a chance. Uh, but yeah, I think we should uh, look at getting a, at least centre-back to, uh, to probably shake things up. Uh, obviously, because we can't really rely on him as our savage because they're quite injury-prone players. Despite being our best defenders, uh, so if we got another defender there to sort of say, hold on, Hermoso, Felipe, you aren't going to be uh, starters. Uh, you need to earn that performance. That'll probably increase their uh, mentality, give them a bit of a boost, and probably improve that performance overall. Yeah, well, I, well, let's see how things go because at the moment it looks like Aletia in the market for a right back and it looks like Valencia's Danevas is going to be the player Aletia close to at the moment. There have been other rumors like Zeki Chili. So many names are coming up, but we wait and see how things unfold. But it's really true. Aleti needs a centre-back desperately given the, the poor performances from the ones that have been playing at the moment. And it is really shocking, especially for someone like Felipe who had a standing brilliant first season, but the last two seasons, he has just been a shadow of his former self. So, look, we have talked so much about the fact that Aleti are underperforming, which is true. And we have talked about the mistakes. But I think maybe we should not forget about the fact that despite this, there have been some guys who have been playing really well. Well, our performances, of course, like, we can always be negative and say, oh, he's playing bad and all that. But of course, Freya and Dogbia, uh, Suarez is playing quite underperforming. Uh, yeah, Felix is not really um, performing as well as he should be. He's not even getting started. I don't think he's better than Correa, personally. Um, Paul, he's been good, I think, in my opinion. Um, I don't think there's any problems. There's just a certain few individuals that are really uh, sort of hurting our system in a bit. And uh, Koke, he's um, I don't know what's happening to him this season. Well, hopefully, we don't, like you said, Korea will. The player I think maybe most on me most on a rated ability player. You have Colombia, there's Ludi. So talking about the we have talked about the fact that some players, there are some players who have been doing well. I think you talk Limarly had a poor game against Villarreal and it looks like the fourth four two system is not for him. But that was a system Aliti found success in the first two games and Tolo Tolo talked about the progress being made. So who systematically do you think Aliti should keep on switching between the three five two and the four four two or maybe Tolo? Six to one, and then we move forward from there. I don't know to be honest because I've seen us playing poor in both far far two and the five at the back. I don't know what's happening. I think it's just as I said, the players. Uh, I say yeah, we should um, stick to one at least. See how that's going on. Uh, see what the problem is. Uh, see who what players are sort of hindering that. And then we swap around. I think there definitely should be a stick to one formation or the other. That's my opinion. Okay, well, as for me, I think I agree with you. Maybe we stick with one, and I'm going towards the 4 4 2 at the moment because that is what I liked seeing the game against Rayo and against the other Rayo 
in the Copa de Rey. But I think the player who makes that formation team together is Condombia due to his athleticism, his, his tackles, timing of his tackles are always great, and his ball winning. I think he's the one that makes that work. But without him, I think the 4 4 2 is going to be lacking. Given with the Paul and Puki in midfield, well, we have a lot of offensive power, but we lack that muscle, that defensive midfielder. Colombia has struggled this years, but his recent performances have been great. So hopefully Cholo, Cholo does the best he can for the team because things are really bad. And maybe for the first time since he arrived, Aleti may finish not in the top three. Hopefully that doesn't happen because it looks like just two spots are available and they are about one, two, three, four, five, six teams fighting for that spot. So it's going to be a very tough, but tough race from now to the end of the season. Hopefully the fans can stay united and trust the team. There are issues here, but I'm not I'm never a fan of sucking the coach mid-season and I'm never a fan of having toxic, being toxic. Yes, we are not happy, but there are other ways of saying that we don't want the players to feel bad. We have to keep on encouraging them, knowing that no, we give our all as fans is them to do their own part and also to do his own part. Because even in Cholo's documentary, he said, yes, the fans have right, the right to dream more. The fans have the right to expect more. And he knows that the fans are expecting more. And hopefully, he can change things for us. So, Luke, thank you for being on the podcast. It's, it's always fun chatting with you on Twitter. And now it's also great having you to chat one-on-one on the issues that they are facing this. Oh, it's been brilliant. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. So, guys, please don't forget... Nunca they had the great, never stop believing, and please be behind the team.